Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to Queen's Stand Up Support Network Radio. Our purpose and intention is to create a non-judgment zone of support for the leaders and those working to be the change they want to see, where we increase our awareness regarding the experiences that manifest as we navigate through this adventure we call life. Increasing awareness allows us the opportunity to choose to align with the actions necessary to manifest the desired change. You give all of you every day working to live on purpose, and now we intend to give back to you by empowering you to tune into your souls. Let us pray. Almighty Divine Creator, as we grow from strength to strength, we give thanks for this day and the opportunity to expand our vibration as infinite choice makers. Thank you for showing us the way of healing. We are open to receive as we continue to align ourselves with peace. May our homes and hearts be forever filled and surrounded with happiness, healthiness, love, and forgiveness. As we live in the present moment, our most powerful point of being, in the name of the Father, the Mother, and the Child, Amen Mut Kanshu, Ashe, so let it be. Greetings, beautiful people, and happy, healthy Sunday to you. Welcome to Queen's Stand Up. Last week, we were talking with Clarissa Hughes regarding the topic of menopause. And it was a really powerful show, um, just raising awareness about women's perception of their menses, their menstrual cycle, and Um, the lack thereof. So if you'd like to listen to that show, you can visit us at www.queenstandup.com. Additionally, session, and we're working on building 
uh, around the ideas that we discussed on the show. So check out creatingthehabitofwellness.com where you can go and download our app um, for our show, um, well, for our company, and connect with some of the listeners and just get some wellness tidbits and some inspiration, daily inspiration um, via the app. So today, beautiful people, we're here to talk about how to bounce up during adversity. Have you ever found yourself in a pickle that was more sour than you could stand? I think we all have at a time or two in our lives. During those moments, you got to get to the point of saying this tiny phrase. Well, at least this is one of the things that I say to myself. You can't sit in this. You can't sit in this. You know, if you sit here, you're going to be here. This is where you're going to be. This little phrase is a reminder to myself that I know that there is more. I know that I have the power to get to more. Um, And that saying has just having that conversation can really be a game changer. I also tell myself that staying there is not an option, nor is it in the divine plan. Sour pickles are sour pickles. No matter what end you take a bite of, the same sour taste can remain, right? But we can dice it up and make a whole new recipe out of the pickle. What we are learning when we're in adversity, we're learning the art of endurance. We're learning how to build and strengthen our muscles muscles of uh, the character that we want to build of, you know, being someone who moves past, you know, overcomes obstacles and challenges. That is what we do when we bounce up from setbacks. We learn a new way of using the information or experiences we encounter. We learn a new way to use the pickle in a recipe, (laughs) as our metaphor suggests. We respond in a way that is victorious instead of in a way that is victim-oriented. And this is an art. Our guest today is intended to be MJ Calloway. I'm not sure if she's going to make it on today. Um, She's had some challenges herself. And it's okay because we at Queen Stand Up, the whole, if you think about our whole entire show, the show is a testament to um, a technique of using circumstances to pull, to rise up into a challenge, you know, and strengthen yourself. So we're really good with this topic of um, bouncing up during adversity. I have some key points that I would like to discuss. And again, you always know 929-477-2476 and press one to join in for the discussion, we'd love to hear from you, you know. Um, And if you don't want to come on air to let us hear from you, you can always, inside um, Blog Talk Radio, you can go in, there's a chat feature there. Um, If we are friends on Facebook, you can always check me out on Facebook and chat with me via the Facebook Messenger app. If you have my phone number, you can text me a response to the question. You can write Um, down these questions as well or these points that we go over today and 
go into the wellness app and, you know, expand the dialogue there um, when you get an opportunity. Because we really want to hear from you. You know, uh, one of the, the purposes of us being here at Queen Stand Up is to add value to your life, you know, um, and to your experiences. And as we say in the beginning, you know, this is about raising awareness, this whole show. It's about, um, you know, having a practice that encourages the conversation, the self-dialogue, and that you're not just going through life at full speed. You know, you're actually taking time to assess the experiences that you encounter and learn from the lessons and implement the wisdom in the next, you know, aspect of your life, in the next experiences that you encounter. And that's how we continue to grow and evolve. You know, I always say that this is an evolutionary experience. And as much as sometimes it seems redundant and, you know, sometimes even pointless, there is a point here. We're growing, we're strengthening, we're passing our wisdom on to the next generation. And then there's always the fact that life is a beautiful gift. So if we can learn how to appreciate this gift better, then the experience gets bigger, you know. And since challenges, they come and they meet us every day because we're meant to grow and evolve, we, it's best that we learn, you know, some healthy tools and techniques to help us to overcome the challenges and put them on autopilot. So I want to get into some of the points um, that I found very helpful in regard to how to bounce up during adversity. Um, my main first point, yes, yeah, Sister Queen Vashana, I love that. Um, that's a new practice that I am engaging in. She says life is a is. Hold on, I want to say it right. Life, live life as the gift that it is. Live in the present. And so that you know that's that's it's simple, right? It's really simple because most of these concepts are, but the application is where you meet the so-called challenge, if you will. Um, and living in the present requires that we uh, become super conscious. You know, it requires that we be here now. I really feel like, you know, Vashana, that you've hit it right on the head when you talk about, when, when you bring up that concept, because adversities, they're actually calling your attention to it, right? Like usually when you're in a, in a, a pickle, <laughs> all your attention is there, right? It's because something is really asking for you to bring your energy to that point so that you can transmute the situation, you know, I, I really feel like that. Like we are alchemists and we are, as alchemists, we're learning how to um, use ourselves, if you want to say, as, as a tool. We're learning how to use or to respond differently to different situations to get different outcomes. We're very much like scientists, if you will. So um, by living in the present, you bring all your energy and attention now. You're saying this is important now. And I really think that this is like one of the major 
um, the, the most effective ways to combat adversity. Um, bring your attention to the present moment. Now, I don't mean that you need to sit in, in the, the pain, like, you know, um, because remember, I said you can't sit in it, right? If you, if you sit in a feeling too long, um, then it becomes uh, a mood, and then it becomes that mood. If you stay in that mood too long, it becomes your personality. And then your life begins to reflect your personality. You start to have a sour outlook at life. So you just want to connect with the adversity to, 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 to dissect the lesson. What, what's being presented here? to me? What is life saying? What do I need to look at? And you really want to take the time to do that, this because the lesson is, is going to repeat until you actually take a look at that. And I know we say that, and it's kind of cliche-ish, but it is really true. It doesn't necessarily repeat in the same manner, but it does in areas of your life with different people that you encounter, you know, um, like, for example, one of the things for me that I've been facing is having those hard conversations, you know, having, um, expressing my feelings, being vulnerable, but still remaining confident. This is a really big one for me because I, <laughs> I'd prefer not to deal with conflict, right? I'd prefer to just, um, say things, you know, can we all just get along type of thing. But there's really no growth in that, you know. And usually what that causes is a buildup of anger um, and frustration. And then, you know, it could also lead to some poor characteristics later on down the line in terms of how you deal, connect with people or not. It could cause you to even withdraw from people in situations and situations and develop, like, the attitude of, oh, I, I, I just can't deal with people. I don't like people, you know. But relationships make up are paramount in this life experience. So you really want to value your friendships and your relationships enough to have those challenging conversations, even in business, you know. Um, you've got to – and so one of the things that I had to learn how to do is to, yes, you know, implement the pause the time when conversation happens between me and me me and the bigger me right and then um when the opportunity presents itself again because I, I i like to find the, the 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 most effective moment where i can be received when sometimes there really is no good time to talk about something right sometimes you just have to get you know jump in the water as my nephew would say <laughs> when we at the beach i try to tip my toe and he's like i think you just gotta dive in and sometimes you do. Sometimes you really just got to dive in there, right, face the fear. And you'll find out when you have those difficult conversations, communication is key. You know, people don't always know what's going on with you and, and what, how you felt about something. And, and sometimes they're not as aware about their own self and, and how they're showing up in the world. So sometimes you are sent there to help raise their awareness about something. So that's one of the things that I learned. And I, I learned it recently um, because I had to share with a friend how I felt about something. And she very much received and she, and, and you know, it's so funny because she was like, well, why didn't you tell me that back then when it happened? And I was like, well, you know, I, I, I just wanted to try to see if I was just being in my feelings or if it's something I needed to address. And 
I knew that she was really a friend because when I shared my feelings with her, she actually listened and she changed her behavior, right? And almost immediately, you know, we had the conversation and I said, wow, she's really a friend, you know, she really wasn't aware of what she had done. And when she thought about it, after I brought it to her attention, it was like, you know, you're right. I could, I could do that better. So sometimes um, that brings me to another point um, of why we attract certain situations. Right. Because, you know, when we're in victim mode, sometimes we always say, well, why am I why 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 am I attracting these people? Why am I attracting certain things? Like if you keep attracting certain situations and scenarios, what is it about me that's attracting these situations? You know, am I this type of way or whatever? And it's not always that you have to flip it around a little bit too. you know, cut that pickle up in a different way and say, this situation is also attracting me. If you think about it, these people are also attracting me. But if I don't bring my authentic self to the table, then I'm not fulfilling my purpose in their lives. I'm not adding the value that I'm meant to bring into their lives if I'm not being authentic with them and how I feel. So when I started thinking about the situation like that, that revelation just came to me recently as well. I had to look at it from what am I being called to bring, you know, into this maybe conflicting situation. Maybe I'm being called to bring some more awareness. So I have to share my insight, you know, in this situation. And so I'm learning how to share my insight in a way that is um, well-received. Because one of the things that happens a lot of time when you're in adversity and when conflict is your chemistry changes. So for me, like my heart will start beating really fast when it's time to talk or share my authentic truth. You know, it's like, Oh, gosh, here it goes. Because it's a risk. It's a risk um, that you take. You don't know how the person is going to respond. You don't know if they're going to receive it well. A lot of people aren't used to being um, connected with so directly, right, because we, we, we dance around stuff. I don't know if you're, if you're aware of that in your present world or if that is even true for you. It may not be. But um, a lot of times people are not used to being you know, um, connected with directly. We'll talk to another friend about it, you know, or, you know, a pastor or whatever, but do we ever really connect with the person who could really make the change? So, um, yeah. And the reason that we do that, I, I, I know, is because we're staying, a lot of times we're staying in survival mode. We're staying in, within a comfort, comfort zone, right? We're trying to stay where it's safe, within the known of things. And that leads me to my original point um, that I want to bring up is that life begins outside of your comfort zone. It's so true. We say it so much. It's kind of cliche-ish. So what does it mean? I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down. Um, thing changes, nothing changes. You know, that's a simple statement. So very powerful. If you keep going on doing the same thing that you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. You know, I've heard someone say to me the other day, said, why do things always seem so hard for me? You know, that's a victim story, right? That's, that's a victim perspective. And the question could be, is, is very much in that person's pattern, in their, in their pattern of how they're, they are or are not facing 
the experiences and the lessons in their life. They're trying to get off easy. They're trying to stay comfortable, not have those challenging conversations, not face those fears. So it always seems like you're dealing with that same lesson over and over again. Because when you meet the lesson, you do the same thing that you always do. You don't have the hard conversation. You, you, you know, let the, the fast heartbeat control and keep you quiet when you really want to say something. You know, you walk away when you should stay and connect. That's why things remain the same. So a big part of, you know, you know um, overcoming adversity and learning to overcome adversity is you've got to change something about the way that you respond, and you don't have to change everything all at once. Just change it and live in the present moment. And, and, and I, that's so powerful for me, sis, you know, um, that you said it, because you only have to, the life only gives you what's here right now. So you don't have to deal with what's going to happen as a result way down the line. Just stay present in this moment. Have the conversation with yourself and speak in a way that is going to empower the change. So one of the things that I do with that, within that is instead of saying what I don't want in a situation about with a person, I'll say what I do want. Like, you know, I really would like for, you know, when we spend time together that it's you and I spending time, if that's what it is. Or I really would like for when we have an appointment that you show up on time for your appointment because that helps me to keep the rest of my schedule in place. Say what it is that you're looking for. Don't point out, you know, the obvious, everything that's gone wrong, because then you're going to put the situation in defense mode. You're building up resistance. There's no room for change there. You're pointing out the obvious, right? The person knows their behavior. The situation knows what it is. But tap in deeper and plant the seed of what it could be, the possibilities of what it could be. Because a lot of times, you know, we give people more credit, you know, than necessarily they are um, due at that particular point. Because I really believe that if people knew, really clearly knew better, that something could work better, they would do it. But people have ideas and theories about things, but they may not have put it into practice. So don't assume that, oh, they know better. They such and such age. Or they said, don't assume that because that may or may not be true. So people are doing the very best that they can. Lead with that, that, um, that premise in mind, that everybody's doing their very best in this moment. Now, can they do better? Sure. And maybe they attracted you so that you can help them to do better. But are you going to, you know, show up for the – are you um, – um, going to um, rise to the occasion and help them? Or are you going to be like probably everybody else who points out the obvious and see where they at, are at at this present moment and don't use the opportunity as a learning opportunity and say, you know, how about we try this? Because I said all of that to say that sometimes people don't know any other way, so they're doing it the way that they know. And maybe they don't even believe in themselves enough to do it a different way. Or maybe nobody has, has challenged them to do it a different way. You know, I heard someone say the other day, well, you know, that's just how that person is. I said, yeah, because everybody in their life has probably been tiptoeing around them and allowing that person to be that way. 
So nobody is really um, having a higher level of expectation of that person. Do you want friends and people around you who don't have a higher expectation of you? You know? So that brings me to the point, are you open and ready to receive some learning from others? Because that's, that's one of the things that I was also faced with recently. Um, are you open to learn lessons from life and to grow and evolve? Some people are not. Some people keep people around them just to yes them to death. Oh, yeah, you know, you got to just stroke the ego, right? But when you realize that your life, that you're stuck inside a, a, a certain zone of life, right? You keep having the same type of experiences, the same type of relationships. You know, why are people such a this way? Because you're still such a that way. You haven't learned the lesson that those type of people are coming to bring to you. You're not open to change. And sometimes, you know, people, people know that about us. People know, people who spend a lot of time with us, they know what we can handle and what we can't handle. And so sometimes, intentionally out of love or not wanting to rock the boat, they will just stay within our own safe zone. They won't stretch us. They won't expect more of us because they know that if we, if they try to expect more of us, we will throw a tissy fit. You know, we'll have a tantrum tantrum. We'll get defensive. I ain't doing that. It's not my responsibility to help nobody get to the next level. You know, we go through all these different things. Who, you know, I don't got time for that. Okay. Well, then I guess you still have time to deal with the person and the behavior that they have. So deal with it, suck it up, and I don't want to hear anything more about it. You know, that's what you're cho- you've chosen to allow that behavior to continue. You're, you're just like everybody else who's encountered that person. You haven't done anything about it. Um, and it goes back to the risk thing, right? I, I was talking about survival mode because a lot of times we're in survival mode. Um, many of the times people – um, they don't want to push the, the limits with the person because they're afraid to lose the connection with the person for whatever it is. There's some value in the relationship. They know the person probably can't handle, um, you know, facing, evolving or growing. So they'll let the person stay there just so that they can continue to reap the benefits from that person at the level that they're at, you know, in that person's comfort zone. It's not a good friend. You know, it's a safe player. You know, it's the person who is not being authentic with you. Um, but you guys are both enabling each other in that way. And so you're in survival mode because it's a risk. When you become authentic with people, you risk losing the connection. But that means that you're also keeping energy around you that is no longer serving you, but you're also, you're keeping yourself stuck at that level because you're not willing to rise to the occasion and take the risk. You're staying in the survival mode of the knowns. But tired of encountering the same situations, then connect with the current situation that you're in differently, and you'll call into some, some new energy into your space. You'll level up. That's how we level up, right, Mom? That's what this is a year of, level up. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, it's funny how we are different sides of the world, but we've both been talking about the same thing, level up. I've been seeing that a lot in, in her posts. Um, this definitely is the year of leveling up, and this is what I'm talking about is how we level up, okay? So life begins out of your comfort zone. Um, you've got to get out of your old routines and way of doing things because eventually it, it becomes depressive, you know? It becomes depressive when you, when you start to realize ain't nothing changing. God dang it, life is just a bore. Like, the people just the same, ain't, you know, these just to keep. When you say, start having conversations like that, 
It has nothing to do with life. It has to do with you. Because life is growing. Life is evolving constantly. But you are probably staying within your safe zone or what you feel is your safe zone. See, a lot of times things are familiar, but they're not always good for us. So we stay in them because they don't require us to be conscious. They don't require us to be present. They don't require us to grow. They don't attack the ego because the ego says, I'm good. All is good with me. They need to fix it. Life needs to get out there needs to get together. That's all ego, and it's not true. So you've got to, you know, get out of your old routines. I love routines. Um, I talk about them all the time, but I love conscious, intentional routines. That's what we help people build in our coaching practice too, conscious, intentional, you know. Um, and it's skill. It's definitely an art, but you can master it. So if nothing changes, nothing changes. So point number one, you know, that we made, stay in the present. Point number two, um, life is lives outside of the, the comfort zone. Um, so get out of survival mode. Um, your old routines. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Go toward the truth. Go toward the truth. I promise you. I promise you it will be there for you like an old friend that you forgot you had. Go toward the truth. Be authentic. It will be refreshing. People are looking for authenticity in their lives. They are used to being coddled. They're used to being um, uh, yes, yes, yes. They're used to people trying to sell, right, and give them what they think they want. But I promise you, if you give people what they need and you be, you know, you don't try to be their best friend all the time. You give them what's going to help them grow. I promise you, they will continue to come and connect with you because they know they can get the truth from you. They know that every time they finish connecting with you, they level up, really want to level up. They just don't have enough people in their lives to be brave enough to help them do it. So I promise you, I, I tested this, you know, as a coach, this is one of the biggest things that I've been learning to help me take level up in my coaching practice is I stopped trying to hold on to clients because when you hold, try to hold on to clients, trying to hold on to that money, whatever you stay in, you, you yes them to death. Right. But if you're ready to take a risk and lose them, you're going to tell them what they need to hear to get to the next level. And that's what they're paying you for. They're paying you to help them get to the next level. And if they have to leave you to do that, then let that be a risk that you take. Because at the end of the day, they're going to think about what you said. And it's going to get to them. And a lot of times you have to piss people off in order to get them to move. You've got to piss yourself off. And that brings us back to our topic of adversity. Sometimes life has to piss you off to get you to move to the next level. You know it. You know it. You know it. If things keep going smooth and nobody tests you, you going where you are. <laughs> There's no reason to move, you know. If it, what's, what's the saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what, if you flip that saying around, what does that mean? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So sometimes life has to break you in order to fix us and heal a situation in your life. 
is powerful and painful all at the same damn time. But it's also very good and refreshing. I was having a conversation with um, someone the other day, and like God just brought that thing so full circle for me. You know, she was sharing with me about how, she, you know, she has a mentor, and this mentor was expecting all this stuff from her, pissing her off, giving her things last minute, you know, whatever have you. And at the end of the conversation, I was like, wow. At first, I was like, oh, feeling all sympathetic, like, oh, that's so, you know, mentor is supposed to inspire you, you know, mo- you know, basically what I was saying, coddler. <laughs> and, no, that mentor had years of experience of knowing, no, no, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to piss you off. I'm here to push you to the next level. You asked for this. Now, I'm going to show you what it takes to get to the next level. This is what it's going to take. What you do here now is determined if you're able to go to the next level. So stop asking for next level stuff when you ain't ready to do next level stuff. And that's a hard truth that I had to face, and I think we've all faced this at some point in our life. You ain't ready for it. Don't ask for it because it's going to bring it to you. And you have to understand and believe that whatever comes is, is meant to stretch you. I mean, whatever comes is meant to stretch you and grow you. And how you respond in that situation, it empowers you. It, it, it can empower you or put you back in victim mode. And if you rise to it, and I'm not talking about that you conquer it and, and you come out perfect and unscarred, uh-uh. Don't even think about it. You're going to get muddy. Things are going to get messy, right? But you find your strength in cleaning up the mess. You realize how much more you're made of when you clean up that mess. So, yeah, sometimes life's got to piss you off. That's adversity, right? That's challenges. Look at it as one of the best friends you've ever had who's not trying to be your friend, who's just trying to give it to you straight who's just trying to be truthful to you. Work to get those type of people in your life and you'll grow every day. People who are not just going to tell you what you want to hear. How is that helping you? That's an ego stroker. That's not helping you in the least. Believe that. Now, I'm not saying that it's not okay to get someone to, to, you know, inspire you and to confirm, you know, your strengths and to continue to um, um, affirm, you know, your greatness. That's not what I'm saying. But also have them people that are going to be there who are going to say, no, you can do this. You know, let's get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I want to see what Q is talking about. She says, um, I have a new mentee who she, um, I've had to say the, that exact same thing to. Oh, someone she's mentoring. She's been in my camp since my um, born day, so she's connected with, she's known her forever, and she is a piece of, of work. And I get in her, um, I get in her, tell me what that says, because I'm not sure what that says. Um, oh, her last born day, she just m- met her. Okay. I get in her crawl space. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that terminology. You schooling me. <laughs> I get in her crawl space. I get in her damn near every day, and she's honest about how she feels about what I say. But she licks her wounds, recovers quickly, and receives it. I love that. As a coach, one of the things that I'm learning is that there's a readiness factor for people. And you have to be honest. As a coach, you're not just determining whether you want to work with me. I'm determining whether I want to work with you. And one of the biggest things that I'm determining if I want to work with you is if I can tell you the truth, and you receive it, 
And you may not like it, but you receive it, and you give feedback, and you implement what you can implement, or you, you come back with me like, well, no, you have a conversation with me. I can, I can work with someone who is able to, to take what I'm saying as um, constructive feedback. That's how you know that someone is ready. That's how life knows that you're ready to level up. If you are faced with adversity and you don't cower, you know, you don't get all pissed off. I mean, well, you may get pissed off. I'm not, no, no, you will, will get pissed off. But you don't put your head in the sand and say, I'm not dealing with this. You get pissed off, but you put your boots on and you say, let's go. You think I can't do this or you think this, that, or whatever? Okay, I'm going to show you. That's right. That's what adversity wants you to do. It wants you to show it better than you can tell it. Walk the talk. That's it, you know, because that's when things will begin to change and you'll grow. Sometimes it takes so long for us to move to different levels, and that's okay too, but sometimes it takes longer than it has to because we're not ready to to, to do this. So, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> leveling up. Um, that was such a powerful one, um, Q. I love that. Um, what's my, my next point here? Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So um, so how one of the things that's very helpful, I talked about it before, is making a list of the things that you've overcome in your life in general. Just make a list. Make a list of things that you've overcome because during those pissed off moments or those moments when you're having doubt, they come. Okay, because this is, this is what the experience is. And I tell clients that all the time when we're in, even when, because what we do on the yoga mat, even, I'm telling them that this is, a, this is a reflection of what's happening in your life, too. But sometimes we go into certain poses, specifically balancing postures. You know, they'll, bound, they'll wobble in and out. It's alignment. And they go, why can't I get this right? I had a client say that to me yesterday. Why can't I get this quite right? Because she's wobbling. And I had to look at her in her face and say, what makes you think you're not getting it right? Because you're wobbling? Get out of here. The wobble is a part of this whole thing. You're wobbling because you're stepping out of your comfort zone. You're wobbling because you're doing something different. Hello? And she was like, she's, oh, you're so right. I said, that's right. Have you ever done this tree pose before? No. Okay. So you're doing something different that you never tried before. So you got a little wobble in it. That's right. Find your strength in the wobble. Embrace the wobble. Have fun with the wobble. She started laughing. And eventually, honey, she was in that tree pose. Oh, yes. And when I was leaving, she was like, hey, bro. And she did the tree pose. And I said, yes, yes. The wobble is all a part of it. You know, like learn how to just flow with the wobble a little bit. Add it to your dance. Add it to you. She might even build a new pose, you know, and she was swaying back and forth. And I've seen people now, they talk about this is a windy tree. You know, they made it even more creative. So don't look at everything that, that comes as, oh, I'm not getting this right. If you're wobbling, you're out of your comfort zone, right? So something different is happening. You're having to learn a new set of skills. It's the learning curve, whatever you want to call it. It's you doing something different, moving forward and facing it, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. So hold on. I got to check here what we're saying. Um, uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs> um, cute. Absolutely. So um, you can definitely quote that. <laughs> um, 
So, um, yeah, definitely with the, with the jar, making the list of things that you've overcome. So if you've overcome your wobble, you're going to wobble. You're going to keep wobbling, and we're going to get to that. Um, adversity will thicken your skin. Let it. That's a powerful one, right? It, let it. Let it. Let yourself become stronger. Don't cower and say, I can't handle this. Say, I don't know how maybe I'm going to handle this, but I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to learn something new, okay? I'm going to give it my best shot, and I'm going to leave the rest to this infinite, amazing universe that's bigger than what I can see in this moment right now. That's it. And when you put that out there to the infinite possibilities, so much you you expand your consciousness and you tell yourself that there's more than what I am seeing right now. And even though it's in the unknown and I don't know, I'm going to trust that because I've lived life long enough to know that things can constantly change. You know, and things can get better. And I'm going to open myself up to allowing the things to get better. That's so huge. You have to open the door and allow it. You open the door to that adversity unconsciously. So now open the door to life showing you how to overcome that adversity. Open the door to allow yourself to be bigger than what you are right now. Give yourself permission to be great. Every day, you can do it, and you can do it moment by moment. You don't have to do it so loud and so proud. You can be great in a nice, easy, graceful way, whatever's your style. Find your ebb and your flow in it. You don't have to build a monument to be great. You can be great by just how you have conversations in your everyday life. So own that. Understand that. Um, Another thing here. Let's see. So. Allow adversity to thicken your skin. Ask yourself, oh, we just listened to this powerful video yesterday in our, um, our group. Ask yourself this question. What if? <laughs> what if? What if? Mm, you know it says, yes, what if? Okay, I'm going to bring you in. Ask yourself. She won't come on in here. Yes, come on. please. Come on, come on, now. come on, come, come on. on now. <laughs> uh, you see what I typed you? Oh, wait, no, I, I just thank the universe. I just sat here and thank the universe for my five-time failure. I'm not going to share what it is totally, but I've been trying to achieve a goal, and I failed five times in achieving this goal. But every time I see that word fail come up, come up at the end of this exam, Something happens to me that just lets me know, and I look at the computer and I say to the computer, okay, I'll be back. I go out, I'm angry. (laughs) I'm telling you, I scream. I even cry because I cannot believe that I did it again. I failed again. Like, come on. But (laughs) just now, as I'm listening to you speak, and, and you went over that last point, I went straight to the what if. And in, a, in that mm. moment, I saw on the screen past. Mm. So I know. I know something else is going to happen. So I'm, I'm just sitting in this right now, and I feel like, whoa. We have to understand that you're going to fall. If you don't fall, you never know to get back up. And, and when you fall, if you lay there for a minute, 
you get to realize one thing. There's only one place to go from laying there on the ground. Up. You know? Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And 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 it, what what if I pass the next time? You know? Mm. What if what mm. what what if what what if what if you know, there's so what if it's a powerful question. It's like, what if I'm, what if my neck, the next conversation I have is my major breakthrough, you know, mm. what if I'm, I'm the next, you know, um, biggest coach, you know, to the stars, you know, what if, what if, like, allow yourself to explore other possibilities. What if I was meant to make it? And I don't give myself the opportunity to make it. What if? What if I'm this job ain't the end all, the be all? What if this job is really not, it's not pushing me right. to my my fullest potential? I left a good job. I left Verizon, y'all, a good job, and I'm still standing. There is a hmm. lot of. Ifs. What if there's more? Right. Yes. What if there's more than what I see right now. And so sometimes we don't even allow ourselves to ask those type of questions because we are afraid of what if there's not, what if this is all that there is, right? That's usually how we ask the question. But the point that we want to bring up is, is just that it's how you ask the questions. It's how you, thank you so much, Sister Queen for that. It's how you ask, it's not the question, it's how you ask life. It's how you ask. What if there's more? Not if what if I fail? What if I succeed? How what is gonna be what's what's my life going to be like if I succeed? I had to get to the point where I allowed April to dream. For real, for real. Not for play play. Not in my own little space in my own room. I had to allow myself to dream big outside in in life where other people could see my dream too. But, you know, sometimes we don't want to let the dream that big to let other people see our dream because we're afraid that somebody's going to challenge us in it and say, girl, you ain't, you ain't no coach. <laughs> Who are you coaching? Do you realize, did you, have you looked at your life in the past, whatever, whatever, have you? Well, what makes you think you're a coach? You know what I mean? Have you looked at all those failures that you've had? Well, how are you going to coach somebody? That's what we're afraid of. I'm going to tell you, well, at least that's what came up for me. That's what came up for me. What if, what, if they, what if they say I can't do it? Why do they get to say? What if all, and I just have to spin it around. What if all of those things that I went through were to prepare me for my present day and for how I would connect with my clients? And because I asked the universe that question, that's what has been presenting itself. I have now clients that have gone, I've gone through what they're going through, and I can help them in that situation. Everybody, like, who's surpassed me in, in life, maybe not. But I can help the ones that I can help. What if that's enough? <laughs> what if that's enough to make me successful? You know? So it's the way that you ask the questions too, you know. Um, let's see what mommy is saying. What if I succeed? What is going to be expected of me? And how will I be able to handle it? And that's the next thing. Yes, mommy. What is going to exceed your own expectations? Sometimes we keep ourselves comfortable because we know, damn, if I stretch a little bit over here, then they're going to expect more from me. 
But I want you to understand if you if more is expected for, from you, you can, you'll be able to bring more at that time. You will if you just follow these same tools and techniques, being present in the moment, getting out of your comfort zone, you know, um, walking toward the truth. You'll always be able to continue that model. That's all you're creating is a model of excellence. And you just repeating the model is success in of itself because I'm going to get to that right out since we're talking about that right there. I want to say that. I want to go there that. Repeating the model is a challenge in of itself. Consistency, and you probably heard me say this before, can take us so much further than ever will. And so just learning the art of repeating the model is an everyday um, challenge, can be an everyday challenge. Um, so the point that I, was, that I wanted to bring up with that is you – you're um, choose. You have to choose to be great every day. Like the journey doesn't stop because you face one of the fears. Okay, it's not what it is. This attitude. This is an attitude you're building. A personality. A behavior that you have to embody into a habit. You've got to keep getting up to build your muscles stronger and stronger. So it's not something you set and forget type of deal. You know, okay, I did that. That was great yesterday. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're going to rise to being great every day. Will you wobble? Absolutely. And that's how you know that you're standing up and being great because to redefine what it means to be great, facing your fears, stepping out of your comfort zone, being vulnerable, and finding your confidence within that vulnerability. Being great does not mean that I do not make mistakes, so I need you to understand and redefine what that means and, and redefine your model of, of, of what success means. Success means I show up and I bring my best self. And even though I know I may fail, I still show up. Even though I, so I may fumble on this show sometimes and I may later on kick myself, I should have said this or I should have said that, I still get back on the show the next day and I do it again. This is what makes me great in this moment. This is what makes me successful with this show. Not because afterwards I don't have dialogue with myself about how I'm going to do things better because I have those conversations. I assess my shows every Sunday. And the next week I try to bring my, you know, the wisdom from the last week's show into this week. And that's how it continues to evolve, grow, and expand. So, you know, um, choose to be great every day. Choose to be vulnerable every day. Choose to wobble every day. Choose to be here for it every day. Build that habit and that muscle, okay, because this is not something you set and forget. This is something that you embody. This is something that you become. So you attack the challenge with mental toughness. Go beyond the weakness. Go beyond, because, see, a lot of times we're so, we, we so afraid of, the, of wobbling that we don't want to wobble, Right? We don't want to wobble, so we don't want to go past our comfort zone because we would per rather stay here, you know, doing everything that makes sure that we're doing it, quote, unquote, right. But if you ain't wobbling, you don't know how to dance. You feel me? You got to wobble. You have to wobble. Um, you have to learn how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
okay? You have to be able to, to get comfortable with things changing constantly, and how you face that change is really important. Um, so um, the next thing I, I want to, oh, okay, I'm just going to look in here to see, oh, yes, okay, here we have 52, we need to do MOP, and then we're going to drop it out. All right, um, oh, yeah, sometimes, yeah, survival mode. Usually we're, we're not moving past it because we're staying in survival mode. So you ask yourself, do you want to survive or do you want to thrive in life? You want to live big or you want to live small, you know, in the grand scheme of things? Because sometimes we ask asking for the level up, but, again, we're not willing to do the level up work. All right, so we're going to go ahead and um, go into Miss Sandra's moment of power. And uh, I didn't realize we at the top of the hour. This girl can go, huh? All right, y'all, hold on one second. Here we go. Y'all know what time it is. Get ready for Miss Sandra's moment of power. Mama's on. She's chopping them jewels. Mama's on. Better listen up and you'll grow. Good morning, queens and kings. How to bounce up during adversity. What a challenge that can be when you are going through a season of difficulties or misfortunes. It appears that you will never get back up on your feet, especially if it seems as though you are recovering and then your season turns again and the adversity appears to be deeper than the day before. It is often said you can take one step forward and then 10 steps backwards. So bouncing up during adversity can be as simple as taking one step at a time. So if your issue is finance and you have more bills than money, you can work on paying one bill off at a time while paying the minimum on all and focus on one that you can double the payments to eliminate one bill at a time. If you had to move out of your own apartment because the rent was too expensive, you can concentrate maybe on renting a room or asking a relative if you can rent a room from them, always focusing on the best plan to help you move back into your own apartment when the appropriate times arrive. Try to surround yourself with positive people who will encourage you, especially when you might be at your lowest moment. Being mindful that everything that glitters is not gold. Finding that happy place in you is what will be helpful. Feel confident in self. God did not promise every day would be a bed of roses, but with careful planning, you can smell the roses. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James 1, 2-4. Be blessed and happy Sunday to all. Oh, I love that. I'm sorry. I, did she say let faith finish its work? Somebody tell me. Because that, that, that part about let it finish its work was real power for me. <laughs> powerful. It, that was really powerful. Um, yes, let faith do its work. Mm, mm, I love that. Um, I love also what she said about season turns, your season turns again. Seasons turn, they turn. That 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 happens. It's real, and you know every time the season turns, you can have new flowers in your garden. So embrace that. Thank you, Miss Sandra. That was really powerful. Um, that was that was um, <laughs> a great um, moment of power. So you know, uh, 
I got lots of points I could continue to cover with this thing. Um, I'll just run a couple through them, but definitely visit us on, on um, creating a habit of wellness.com and download the app, um, the wellness app and engage with us in the conversation. We're really trying to build up that, that conversation there um, and create a, a nice community, a wellness community. That's what, that's, that's, that's what it's about. Um, so take responsibility you know, for what shows up, you know, that's what facing the adversity is about. You're taking responsibility. You can do this and you're, and, and whatever tools you don't have, you you build them up. As, as my mom just said, you know, it, it, sometimes things can see, seem overwhelming. Just, just take them one bite at a time, one step at a time, do a little bit every day. Like she mentioned about her example about bill payment. You know, if you've got a lot going on, you got more bills than money, you know, just set an intention, I always say to set an intention of what you intend to, of what you're going, what you would like to do, and, you know, and, and hold on to that intention. I intend to pay my bills on time. And then if you can't pay them all on time, pay one on time. And at least you made it true in one, one aspect of your life. And then have conversations with the other bill collectors that you can't pay on time, let's say. So at least that you're, you're connecting with them. You're, you're, um, you know, not just, you know, shirking your responsibilities because you can't always do exactly what is being asked of you, but you can show up and show that you I'm willing to, I just don't have all the tools at this time, but I'm willing to. So that's, that's important for us to think about when we're talking about adversity is that you may not be fully equipped at this time, but let faith do the work in you. I love that. I think we're going to leave it right there. What else do we need to say? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, this was a really uh, great show. I, I enjoyed the discussion. Um, I enjoyed the connection. Spirit was really working with me through this this show to practice my vulnerability, me being comfortable, um, connecting with people authentically in truth. And um, so, yeah, I'm glad that you you uh, took the time and stayed stayed the course, even though we didn't have our guest host. Thank you to our admin listeners who always show up. For those who are listening, and this is the recording, thanks for listening. www.creatingthehabitofwellness.com is something that we are merging um, into all of So you can find even Queen Stand Up um, on there as well. You know, you'll find the links to all the different programs that we offer. We got some new T-shirts that just came out. So go check out the new T-shirt design. Um, in the store there it's a it's a yoga shirt and um, yeah I'm not gonna tell you what it is <laughs> but go check it out all right that's it for now today's show was such a blessing join us next Sunday February 17th at 9 a.m eastern standard time as we discuss the illusion of death with Elise Biscoff to learn more about Elise Visit her website at www.newspiritual. Oh, I'm sorry, newspiritualscience.com. Until next time, and always, beautiful people, be blessed and queen. Stand up.